0: Thank you very much, Sandra, and thank you everyone for those beautiful, very special contributions. Let me begin by thanking the church as a whole. Uh, (laughs) Truly, I mean, I I don't know, what am I, I forget all the time. 56, 57 years old, I have never had a year like this year. This is a ridiculous year, astounding. And the changes that we've had to make, I think LFC have been fantastic you've been absolutely excellent we've managed to evolve through the many different systems and adaptations so thank you for that hopefully we won't have to continue (laughs) too long in this crazy situation but thank you for your your willingness and adaptability throughout 2020 um not going to preach long this morning but i do have something that i believe god wants to to speak to you about so Um, give me your full attention for these few moments in Glasgow we had a very large and very devoted evangelistic team about 25 people and they would go out two days a week on Thursdays and Saturdays and preach the gospel there would be all-night prayer meetings backing that up but you know we saw surprisingly few people saved Now, we did this relentlessly, it was endlessly, and the spirit of it was so good. And I would go down there, and you could feel the power of God, but so few people got saved. And one day, I went down on my own, and I stood in the middle of the city on a very busy day. I could see thousands of people, and I wanted an answer to a question, and I got an answer. I I said, God, what's wrong? I mean, I, I honestly believe we're doing what's right. I mean, the intention of the hearts of these people is good, isn't it? What's wrong? And I got quite a sudden response and a beautiful response. I can hear the voice now. It's just Jesus spoke to me and said, the people are distracted and people are distracted. And as I looked again at the street I'd just been looking at, suddenly everything changed. I could see them running after this and running after that. My eyes opened with the prophetic word. People distracted. I tell you, there is no time of the year of greater distraction than Christmas time. We can be overwhelmed by distractions, whether it's food. I love food. Food, shopping, presents, family celebrations, all travel. So many things can distract us. But this may sound so simple you might ignore me. (laughs) Don't get distracted from your relationship with Jesus Christ. Your relationship with Jesus is not just like the other relationships in your life. You need Jesus, and you're going to need Jesus probably more than you've ever needed Jesus in 2021 by the way things are going. You need Jesus. I've been with this church for nearly 30 years. And in the very beginning when I joined, they introduced me to many people, many people who kinda offered to be part of my journey, part of my life, part of my future. And I remember that moment because I can't be in everybody's life, can I? I can't get distracted by everything. I gotta, this is a moment that requires wisdom and choice. And I remember that beginning, the beginning of my ministry and the beginning of my life. I took a little bit of time, who should I link Two, who should I be with? And I chose one person, actually. Because I don't want to get distracted by multiple things. I chose one man. And I entered his life. I I, I asked him for his help. And he helped me. But my point is, as I look back now, that man opened every door. In my ministry he blessed me financially he gave me everything I needed right the way through and to this very day he's still one of my closest friends not all relationships are the the same and I would advise you be very careful about getting distracted with so many things in life you need to keep a strong relationship with Jesus because he can open the doors that you need opened amen Jesus can open the doors you need. Jesus can bless you when you need blessed. Keep a strong relationship with the Lord your God. My relationship with that man is so strong, I can pick up the phone and he could almost say, what do you want? What can I do for you? Because we've been walking together so long. There's an affinity there. And I pray that you see yourself with this divine invitation to let Jesus be so close, so close in your relationship with him. The world is currently in the grip of two pandemics. The first one, famous, is this flu, this COVID-19. The second pandemic is a little bit more subtle it concerns mental health and i research this topic all the time because i'm very interested in it and it hasn't slowed down all over the world nation after nation reporting a crisis in their mental health and the latest statistics just released said particularly in those under 29 years of age people just maybe drifting you know without being conscious of it into a lot of anxiety And a lot of fear and goodness me it's it's not really surprising. They say the biggest cause of of the mental stresses and fears and anxieties is isolation, loneliness and lockdown, being locked in, being shut up, heavens above. If we want to punish someone we put them in lockdown, we put them in a prison. (sighs) So it's been a challenge especially to younger people I grew up in a war, you know. I grew up in a war zone with bombs and bullets. I've been around the block so many times. So when I watch the news and I see so much negativity, to be honest, at this stage in my life, I just don't listen to it. But so many of our younger people, your friends, they don't have that experience. And then they hear about financial crisis in the future. Your children watching CNN or Sky. They hear about another pandemic. They hear about the number of deaths and then they go and lie down at night and the stresses and the strains are beginning to take their toll in very large numbers around the world. Now I say all that for a reason because I have the responsibility, I feel, to address it particularly this Christmas, particularly this New Year. Now it is ironic that your God has a long history of helping his children when they are in places of fear. Your God has a history going back thousands of years that when he saw one of his children in anxiety, in fear, he would enter in and he would bring them peace, he would bring them consolation, he would reassure them. Do you know where this began? In the book of Genesis. The very first human being, (laughs) that's crazy, the very first human being that God ever created, Adam himself, some of the first words out of the mouth of Adam were, I was afraid, so I went into self-isolation. I was afraid, so I hid. I was afraid, so I hid. And God saw that right in the beginning of your Bible. And God went into that isolation and rescued Adam. And he wants to rescue you too from any of the the atmosphere that's so encroaching this year. Not just in UK, but around the world. I want to show you just briefly three examples of where this happened. And they all happened at Christmas. Christmas represents the arrival of Jesus Christ into your life. Right? God's approach, God's entry into my world, if you like, when you become born again. And what happens at that time? That can be a scary time. We just read it with the story of Mary, and I'll read a little bit of it again from Luke's gospel. And listen to this. In the sixth month... um, of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. (coughs) The angel went to her and said, Greetings, listen to this, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. But Mary was very afraid. Mary was greatly troubled at his words what kind of greeting might this be but the angel said to her do not be afraid mary you have found favor now let me stop there a moment i would think if the favor of god was on my life i wouldn't have any fear wouldn't you (laughs) the favor of god is so present on this woman's life that she's almost tempted to bring fear because of the situation that comes with God's arrival in your life for her her fears were what are people going to say are they going to believe me I'm going to say that I'm I'm with child but I've never known a man I tell you the miraculous when the miraculous you pray for the miraculous but when the miraculous comes it can come with troubles also people can't believe miracles even though they pray for them even though they pray for them, when they actually come, it comes, people would have gossiped about her. They would have slandered her because they're unfamiliar with what favor brings. Do you want the favor of God in 2021? Do you seek that? Well, be aware that when you actualize that, when you enter into the favor, the, the reality of the favor of God, There can be a temptation to certain fears there. I was preaching in Armenia about seven years ago. I will never forget this morning. It was a great morning. And there was a child, but it was 15 years old. And I remember her listening to the message so intently. And I finished, and everybody went home, but not this girl. She sat at the back and she began to cry and the leaders gathered round her and I finished what I was doing and I said to one of the other leaders, what's wrong there? What's wrong with that kid? And one of the leaders said to me, this girl's parents are not a Christian and Jesus came into her life just like Mary. When she accepted Christ, she's been coming to the church but they warn her every week, you can't go on like this. We don't want this. This is not our tradition. But this morning, as she went to leave, her parents sat her down and they said, this is your final chance. If you go today, you don't return to this house. So get your things. We are not your parents. This is not your home. So make your mind up. Are you going to this Christian thing? Or are you going to stay here? And you know, that child... It's embarrassing even to think of it as an adult. That child made a decision that Jesus has come into my life. And yes, I'm frightened to walk out the door. Yes, I'm frightened of what this favour on me is causing me. His presence in me is bringing blessing but also persecution. And that child walked out that door and came to church and was staring at me. And I couldn't figure out why until they told me. And let me tell you the end of the story. I was back in Armenia. I go twice a year every year. I was back in Armenia not long after that. probably about one year later. And I remember that girl walking in the door again. And guess who was with her? Her mother. (laughs) Good job. Good job. Amen. She resisted the fear. She pursued Christ just like Mary did here. In the end she said, Be it done unto me in accordance with thy will. So I wanna say to you, those of you who are born again, you are favored. The favor, just like the angel Gabriel said to Mary, you are favored, now don't be afraid. Now don't be afraid of the consequences of this favor on your life, because there are consequences, that's for sure. The second character is Joseph. And this is found in Matthew's gospel, virtually identical situation, isn't it ironic? Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. But Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, so he had it in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph! Son of David, do not be afraid. 2021, here it comes. Do not be, do not, I will not be afraid. In Joseph's case, his fears were hidden, and only the circumstance that came upon him actually revealed those fears. 2021, uh, 2020, this lockdown has revealed many things about you you probably know yourself better than you did before you probably know your husband and wife better because you've been locked in for a year you probably know your kids better right and that's not a bad thing a little bit of self revelation there were things about ourselves that we didn't know Maybe we can be a bit deluded about ourselves, but the reality of lockdown has revealed that to us. And this is, it was almost like a hidden fear or a hidden reality. Who is the artist in the UK? I can't remember which seaside town this is in. An artist has put a sculpture in the sand on the sea, but the sculpture is only visible when the tide goes out. When the tide comes in, it's hidden. You can't see it. And then when the tide goes out, all the tourists come to take the photos of it's hidden beneath the surface. And before lockdown, I think there were fears within us, hidden fears, as with Joseph. But the pressure of the situation brought that out. Whatever you have discovered about yourself in 2020, some good, some bad. Whatever you've discovered about your husband, your wife, your kids, or I don't know, your future, whatever you've discovered, I want to say to you, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. God was with Mary and God was with Joseph even at that point of surprising discovery. The third part of the Christmas story where we see the very same statement again, It's with the shepherds in Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and shone around them, and they were terrified. (laughs) But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Here it is again. And by the way, let me say to the worship team, the shepherds are a little bit of an anomaly in the whole Christmas story, because everybody in the Christmas story had a job to do kind of thing. Shepherds are different, because they were called to do one thing, worship, (laughs) worship, praise, and worship. The angel gave them no instructions, just appeared and said, Christ the king is born. They make the decision to go, and they give up worship. When the city, when London is crying out in fear, I pray that our worship team cry out in praise. A bit like Sarah did last week. Very good example of that. Even when the waves crash against my house, this is my moment for worship. This is my moment to praise. Don't be afraid. Remember when lockdown, when Peter the apostle was put in lockdown in prison all that time. What did he do? He praised his way out of that lockdown. And I want to call you, I pray that God will give you more and more songs, songs in the spirit and bless you creatively in Jesus name. And the last character, also an amazing story, Zechariah and Elizabeth. And these are not young people. (coughs) The experts tell us they are probably around 70 years old. And I love this story. In the time of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in God's sight and obeys his commands. And they were both very old. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to Zechariah standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear a son and you will call him John. Now, just just think about the situation a moment. You've got a 70-year-old man and a 70-year-old woman. And the angel turns up and says, your prayer... Has been answered. Your wife is going to have a baby. Now, (coughs) excuse me. Are you telling me that a 70 year old guy and his wife were praying for a baby? I don't think so. I don't think that's what this means. I think Zechariah and his wife, maybe 30 years earlier, had prayed for that baby. But they had long since forgotten the prayer. But not God, huh? Not God. He had his own timeline. Unknown to Zechariah, unknown to Elizabeth, what they felt was rejection was actually selection. They had been chosen to be part of the Christmas story. How amazing is that? Do not be afraid. No, it just makes me pause a moment and think about the prayers I have prayed in the past. And if God were to show up today, And start answering some of those prayers. Would I be fearful? Would I be ready for that? I can tell you from experience, and I wish I didn't have to say this, but it's true. Many people pray for things. And then when you offer it to them, they don't want it. (laughs) This is people. Many people ask for things. They pray for things. Maybe even diligently pray. But then when God tries... For example, I've had so many people come to me and say, Pastor, I want to be a missionary. I want to go on the mission field and I want to do this and I want to do that. I say, okay, you'll never guess what I've got. I've got a great opportunity right here. Oh, I don't want that. I'm frightened. Frightened. Frightened to go to this country. Frightened to give up what I've got. So even you pray the prayer, God comes into your life and your first response is fear. Many people want to get married. Many men say, oh, I wish I could find a wife. Wish I could find a wife. Someone comes along, oh, no, I'm too frightened. <sighs> too frightened. You want a career. You want a job. And you ask big. You believe big. And then God puts something in your past, but you can retract from that. So you know what I see this Christmas? I see God wanting to come into my life. But I also see him advising me and warning me be careful, because my favor on you, and it is on you, You you're born again, God's favor is on you, and I want to continue to answer your prayers, but I want you to be prepared also, to stand with courage and not fear. So in 2021, as we begin this crossover, I invite God to invade my life like you did with Mary, but this time, I will not respond in fear or trepidation. I will trust you like she did. Trust you like Joseph did. And as I look to the future, that gives me a bright hope in a God that I can trust. So walk on guys, walk on in faith. Lift up your eyes to the hills where your God will answer you. Keep that relationship strong in him. Pastor Marius is going to say a few words to us now, and then I will hand back. Thank you, go ahead. God bless you, everybody. May the Lord live in your heart all year long. With God, there's no limit if you can believe. Our God Father is preparing the room for us to receive. Are you ready? We say, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you come want to go far go together the family that prays together continues together the church that prays together advances together we love you church god bless you everybody and happy christmas happy christmas god bless you i'll uh, hand back to sandra thank you sandra